This is exactly right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, ba, ba, gals. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Bonus mode. <laughs> Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome to the bonus mode episode. We I guess do I bonus don't have to say bonus mode episode. I just say bonus mode. The that's word what the mode is, is for. The mode is there. Uh, welcome to the bonus mode uh, number three. This is our third bonus mode. Uh, We're getting the hang of it, as you could tell by how clean that was at the top. I We're, love that. We're really getting good at what bonus odes are. It's a different format for us. It's mostly just advice now, but it's also just a chance for Kurt and I to say hey in Hi. a hectic world. Splitting the cities tomorrow. We're just talking about routes or routes. How hot it's going to be. Ooh. I think maybe we'll decide that next year's splitty will be in November. Maybe, I, uh, maybe we should do a winter or a fall. Yeah, because we don't, we have. We have this, and then we have October for door to shore. And October is so cold. I mean, so yeah. hot here in Los yes. Angeles, but and cold, cold for everyone else. else. <laughs> <laughs> we need to switch these next year. Next yeah. year we need to do door to shore in the middle of the summer, splitty in the late fall. No door to shore. No door to shore stays in October. We got to do splitty in the city in like February because we don't but have anything in February. That's true. You know, that's true. Let's do that next February. We'll do it early in the year and everybody will just be so comfortable. Even if it rains, wet bananas are very funny. Are you kidding me? Sounds sounds delightful. Yeah, man. Um, I'm good. I wanted to tell you that we are sponsoring a rugby team. It is the Phoenix Women's Rugby League. And we uh, are officially going to be the main logo across their chest uh, um, of the what I'm calling the phoenix fire bananas but which is actually called the fire birds but we're going to call them the fire bananas because now they have bananas all over them and uh marissa one of our bananas, said would you sponsor my rugby team and i said oh hell yeah so we're in that's fantastic that thank you scotty for taking care of that well, the Fire Bananas, if they make the finals, maybe you and I go out and do a show in Phoenix. Maybe we watch them and throw them a pizza party. I don't know. I love it. That sounds good to me. Come out and do a, what did you say? Scottsdale. Tempe, Scottsdale improv. Tempe. I don't know. You, you're the touring comic. But yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, I just never go to Phoenix. I really never, ever, ever, ever do. 118 degrees every day. What's not to love? Delightful. Mm-hmm. Just going to get hotter. Yeah, man, it is super hot there. But that's where that bar was that I mentioned before, the one that was a train car that had screens outside, so it just felt like you were riding in a in a train through the Swiss Alps. I mean, it's so smart. 
and especially in a place that's a gazillion degrees, to be like, well, let's go sit inside this train car and pretend like we're in Switzerland. It's a amazing. train car with no actual windows. So, like, right. it can be windows so hot monitors. outside. That's genius. It's genius. It really, really is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. bonusode, in case you don't know it, our new, our new format for bonusodes is advice. And you guys have been calling in, calling in. Mm-hmm. You've been DMing us with voice messages of your yes. advice. We've yes. been listening. We're excited to give you advice. Oh, yeah. Bananas it's, advice. Maybe the, it's good. Maybe it's bad. Exactly. It's probably not going to be something you'll want to act on. Correct. Are you ready for the first one, Scotty? I'm chomping at the bit over here. Here we go. This, this comes from Plant and Let Grow. Plant and Let Grow. Good name. Hey, Banana Boys. So I'm going to go through this real fast because it's a long story. Anyways, okay. it starts in 2016. I meet fuckboy number one on Tinder, and we see each other for a while. We have our fun, and eventually things fizzle out for several reasons. Several years later, I'm fresh out of a long-term relationship, and I decide to get back out there and eventually sure. meet fuckboy number two also on Tinder. We meet each other. We see each other for a while. We talk about it being casual, that we're seeing other people. So I stay on the app, and I eventually reconnect with fuckboy number one anyways this week i had some free time and i text fuckboy number two to see what's up he tells me he's in vegas i wish him a good trip i text fuckboy number one he also tells me he's in vegas and i'm like hmm, that's a huge coincidence anyways a few hours later i'm stalking their instagram and it turns out that they both know each other they're on the trip together so now my dilemma oh is do i tell them that i know both of them or do i let them figure that out all right. A delightful Great dilemma. Question. Great question. Great question. Very modern. Apps Very are modern. involved. <laughs> I think. Okay. You you want them to find out in a delightful way. So Ooh. what I'm what I'm mm-hmm. pitching mm-hmm. is um you know the the explosives that they use for gender reveal parties. Okay. I know them so well, yes. All right. So we need to, I mean, I don't know, like, if there's a way (laughs) that she invites them both over and then she shoots a shotgun into, like, a heart or something and then it explodes with Mm. I'm having sex with both of you Mm. Um, in smoke. I don't know if it's in smoke bombs. I don't know if it's in glitter. Uh, I think that's the best way to do it. Okay. That's good. I like that. I like the idea of a reveal. I think um, if your gut is that they're both going to be okay with the current situation, that they like each other, uh, like they're friends. I mean, they're going Mm -hmm. to Vegas together. They're friends. They're friends. I would say you make two cakes. I think you do what you're doing. All right. You go to the grocery store. Yes. You make one cake that says, I'm also seeing Fuckboy 1, and the other one says, I'm also seeing Fuckboy 2. They're real names. Uh Uh-huh. And... You get those cakes delivered, and you say, I'm sending you a little something. I just want you to know. Because then if they're mad at you, they got a cake. They got a they're cake fine. out of it. They got a cake. And also, it, I, it, I honestly, I feel like you have no real responsibility to tell them at no. all. No. And if they find out, it, you're. I would tell them, though. My advice is you should find a fun way to tell them. Because it would be um, fun. Could be great. If everybody's cool with it, then you're ship shape. Then you're in a great position to have a nice little polyamorous 
yeah. hang Look with at everybody. that. Look at and then that. if one of them pulls back, well, that's not the one. That's not the one. You, <laughs> you should only be dating men who are interested in MFM hookups. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. If it turns into a thruple because they both love the cake, give one angel's food, give one devil's food. And find out who is the angel and the devil in this relationship. Also, if you like one of the two more than the other one, like you do actually want to move from F-boy to real boy, I would say tell the one that you like more first and say, hey, I've been hooking up with, let's just come up with a name for F-boy too. Um, Cranled. Cranled. Yeah. Hey, I've been hooking up with Cranled, but I like you more. If you want to get serious, I'll get serious. But if you don't want that, two cakes, say I've been hooking up with Cranled. And let him know. And then the other guy gets get Cranel. Jameson. I've been hooking up with. <laughs> <laughs> and then if they are mad at you, fine. They have a cake. And they you left him with a cake. What a nice way to bow out of a fuckboy situation. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Coming up with your next one. You ready for it? Heck yeah. I love doing this because whether this is useful or not, at least our fans feel heard. Hey, Banana Boys. This is Julie in Maine. Uh, my husband and I own a small business, so we've pretty much been working seven days a week for the past couple of years. We also have a two-year-old, um, so pretty busy. But this December, we are going to a friend's wedding in New Orleans. We have never been, and we are going without the child. So I was wondering if you guys had any advice or any places we should definitely go while we're there, you know, for only there uh, two or three nights including the wedding. So thank you very much. First off, congratulations. What a great trip to go on. Absolutely. First stop in New Orleans is a quick dip in the Mississippi River. Oh, so nice this time of year. (laughs) Crystal clear, bath water warm. (laughs) I have swam multiple times in the Mississippi River, right in the heart Mm -hmm. of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'll, I'll be honest, I'll be upfront with you. It's not as bad as most people think. It's very warm. It's very yeah, you warm. You didn't get sick. When I we did not get sick. I have no. also, I have a history of swimming in industrial waterways. So, <laughs> yeah. Probably we didn't have get a, sick when we floated the LA River either. We did not. Okay. We did not. So, where there are so many great, my must go restaurant and bar for brunch or dinner is Atchafalaya. I love Atchafalaya. It's incredible. It's on Louisiana Ave, which is in the kind of um, East Riverside area, Mm -hmm. which is not a bad area to stay in. So my number one is Atchafalaya. They are closed, I think, weirdly in the middle of the week, like Tuesdays and Wednesdays. But that place rules. The food's great. When we did Bacchus, when we did the parade, we went there and everybody's favorite meal was there. You and I always liked Luke. Yeah, I like Luke. Uh, what is the one that is the wine store and cheese shop where you buy the wine and cheese and then you go into the backyard and bands are playing and you can just eat and drink your wine in the I backyard? I believe it's called Bacchanalia, but we Bacchanalia. can find Bacchanalia. I, I yes. believe it's Bacchanalia Wine Bar, and that is... That is delightful. Everybody likes that place. Yeah, I would also say take the take the ferry from the from the um uh the the main district where all the stuff is. Sure. <laughs> take it to what it's called is it the West Bank? 
Yes. Yes. It's Take a dollar. the ferry to the West Bank. It's a dollar. It's delightful to be on the little ferry. And then get off right there. And there's just a bunch of little bars right on the water there that are mm. delightful to sit in. Yes, that's a good, yes. If you go from the French Quarter and you pay a dollar, it's a really quick ride, but that is a great little thing and a way to see the whole city. It's also just always fun being out on the on water. On a boat. Um, the, so the French Quarter is obviously Bourbon Street's where all the tourists go, but it's also fun during the day. I would say lay off it at night. You're Oh, if you want to go to the Maple Leaf and see live music, that's an that's uptown. I would say that's very fun. Also, mm-hmm. riding the streetcar is very fun. Yeah, and what's that bar that we love? Which one? The one that we would always end up in has the pool table in the back. Um, it's right on the. I corner. believe it's called Friends or Friendlies. I think it's called Friends Bar, and Friends that is bar. off of Frenchman Street. Frenchman Street is if you want to go to DBA and listen to live music. There's a place called Bamboulas that's fun, but Frenchman if you want to go listen to brass bands. Mm-hmm. But I also think the Maple Leaf is better. Um, but yes, if you want to go to a true Scotty Kurt, lots of history, lots of wild nights. I believe it's called Friends Bar. That's the one with you, the door. That's the one with the doorbell. That's where Friends Beef, beef with started. That is where, where Beef Top. We beef were about fifteen vodka sodas in when we left that place, and it was <laughs> after leaving Friends Bar that Beef Top Beef started in its entirety. And if you want to have an authentic time, the time that I my first visit to New Orleans, here's the best way to do it. Okay. Mm. Uh, have a friend who lives there, but they live in a house with no air conditioning. Go visit them in July. Uh, Have all the (laughs) windows open, uh, and you're sleeping on the hard floor. You're 22, Mm. so it's okay to sleep on the hard floor. Everyone in the house decides to take uh, more acid than they should, except for yourself. Oh, fun. Um, And then you watch a friend uh, begin to eat a package of staples. (laughs) Oh, no. And you have to pick staples out of his mouth oh, before no. we get him out of the house so he could no longer hurt himself. So if you want to have an authentic experience, that's definitely the way to do it as a 22-year-old. Oh, man, you yes. saved a life that day. I, I 100% terrible. did. I was like, Darby, don't do that. Darby, don't do that. He's looking at me like, what? <laughs> Just staples coming out of his mouth. Also, if you too, this is a weird one because sometimes when you go down to New Orleans, you eat so much New Orleans cuisine, which is excellent that you like binge on it for 24 hours yes. or 48 hours. And you, if you want a great burger and a baked potato, go to a place called Port of Call and mm-hmm. it's down towards Frenchman. It's just outside the quarter and you get a burger and they do not have French fries. They don't have onion rings. You get a loaded baked potato. It's nautical themed, so you know Curdy B loves it. Mm-hmm. But you can sit at the bar in there and drink all the great alcohol, but you can also get great food at Port of Call. So yeah, Atchafalaya, Port of Call. We like Luke. We love Frenchman Street. We like Friends. That's so nuts that our Friends Bar, I, we like the TV show Friends too. Yeah. Um, also and, a totally fine show. And that was... Uh from Julie Pacific Martin. So well, thank you, you, Julie. I hope that was helpful. But yes, if you have to have one great meal, go to Atchafalaya. It's incredible. You'll love it. I love New Orleans so much, and I can't wait for our whole friend group to go again one day. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Oh, and there's a scam that you should be aware of. Oh. This is a very famous, and people from there will already say, I know the scam, but it is if, if a local person says to you when you're walking by, I bet you $20. I know where you got them shoes. 
just keep walking. Don't respond. Don't say anything. Just keep rolling. Because what they say is on, on your, your feet. feet. On, and then whatever street you are, New Orleans, Louisiana. And then they want that $20. So if anybody in New Orleans, Julie, says, I know where you got them shoes. I bet you $20 I can tell you where. Just don't say a word and keep walking and pretend you're from Tibet. All right. You ready for another one? Oh, you know I what? I can't wait. We're gonna. This one's very exciting. I'm gonna play this one. Then we're gonna take a little break, and then we'll be right back with the answer. Wowzer! Hi, banana boys. I'm hoping that I can keep this quick. So, um, I had a hysterectomy, and um, thank you. And <laughs> I need to adjust my hormones because I've gone, you know, crazy. I found out low estrogen, low testosterone. So I'm in having some hormone therapy to bring my hormones back up. Mm-hmm. But um, the testosterone may need to be adjusted because I am a hormonal mess. I'm a horny teenager, a boy, like a with a heart on all the time, except for I'm not a boy. But um, I'm hoping, this is the question, sorry. I'm hoping to get your advice on whether or not uh, you guys have any tricks or trades, whatever, to not have a, um, me feel like this all the time. I know you were a horny teenager at one point, so um, help a girl out. The advice for that one coming right after this. Bananas. Bananas. We are back with our bonus odes. Uh, we it started medical. It, it's it's a, a very nice person with got a hysterectomy, and now their hormones are all over the place. Yep, and they've been taking testosterone, and now they want to bone everything they see. Uh, we don't know. We don't have enough context to give truly good advice, and we have no medical training whatsoever. And I doubt that you're coming to us for actual advice. And so, so you did the right thing. As since I have been a 12-year-old boy, I have mm. been a 13-year-old boy, the only mm. advice I can give, I think, um, is uh, to just go over to Tim McGrath's house and have a camp out <laughs> uh, and just go, go to town on your sleeping bag, all right, while you think he's asleep. And I think that's, that'll probably help. That, I mean, that's how I dealt with it. Wow. That... Uh- yeah, maybe you should do that. That's actually pretty good. Well, I have no idea what advice to give to this person, so I'm just going to dive in and say, Peloton, we got to get a Peloton, Peloton going. I think you need to go to Soul Cycle or Orange Theory, and I think you need to both you know, get out there and crank that energy out of there like a real, like a real cyclist would, but also... Maybe it feels good to ride something while also getting yourself in shape. Maybe you're burning energy while also feeling good. Yeah. Maybe Tinder is in your future. Mm. That's yes. probably what Tinder is for. That's the context I was referring to. We don't know if we this person's know. in a committed relationship. Yeah. We don't know if they're monogamous. If this is a single person, this seems like you could have a really fun fall before you get mm-hmm. your levels adjusted, which is fine. So in that case... 
We're a female condom. We're huge fans. <laughs> we are. We always say, if you're going to wear a condom, wear a female condom, even if you're a man. It's it's never too tight, and uh, if you can find them, it means you're great at locating really hidden treasures, and yeah. so that means you're a special person. It's like pulling a sword from a stone. If you find one anywhere that's new and made after 2010, uh, you know, protect yourself. So just and have safe sex and have a really fun fall, and then get those levels adjusted in your own time. I and also, if you want to feel less alone, mm-hmm. I know that there's a really great uh, This American Life from way back in the day where they talk about testosterone um, and um, and specifically exact uh, sim- someone similar to your situation, woman who was just going nuts when she started taking testosterone. So um, it's very common. It's yeah. fine. It's a you're healthy and normal and. Uh, it's funny because when you are a 13-year-old boy, and it, all the movies are always about how horny 13-year-old boys is, everybody is. Everybody's going through changes. Hormones are pumping. <laughs> Everybody's normal. Whatever you're feeling, that's how you're feeling. That's I, fine. I do think when I was a 13 or 12-year-old boy, I felt like I was going to explode. Well, I you went to did, an all-boys school, right? Yeah, but I, I mean, like, I, we... I was still like dating and seeing girls from like, I, cause I was in the theater. So I was a uh, theater. There was women who would come from other high schools, women. There were I girls see. who come from other high yeah, schools who would were go. a boy. Yes. I was a boy. But it's also like, it took so little back then. Maybe that's the biggest thing in life. It's like, you could see one centimeter of a bra strap and be like, it's a black bra. <laughs> My life is ruined now. I will not be learning Algebra 1 for the rest of the semester because I saw one microscopic glance. And that's the way it was. So have fun. If you're out there and living large, just enjoy it until the levels get fixed out. And then just settle into the next phase of your life. All right. Here's our next one. Hey, Banana Boys. Uh, it's Savannah. I'm looking for some advice about how to claim my territory in the weight room of a gym I recently joined. Uh, You know how dudes really like to spread out when they're pumping iron and Mm -hmm. I'm not a naturally intimidating person. I'm only 5'3 and I need some space to (laughs) swing my 20-pound kettlebell and curl the 12-pounders and I feel like I'm getting some some side-eye from people that are maybe lifting more. So... Ugh, what would you do if you really wanted to give off a give me some space vibe at the gym? Thank you. Ooh, I got All a right. good thank you at the end. Too. Yeah. My first Savannah. Pe- Savannah, my first piece of advice right off the bat. He's coming if in hot. You can bring mm. in a small sticker of your own face and put it on the kettlebell. Yes. So it's like you're swinging your own head. <laughs> over your head people are gonna back away from that person it's a cheap fix cheap fix you can probably get 10 or more made like it's one of those things that if you get uh, a gross of them so maybe 166 uh photo realistic stickers of your face yeah then every time you work out this year you just put it on the weight that you are going to use and everybody will assume you are swinging curling dipping your own head yes or yes. your deceased identical twin's head. Exactly. Who encroached on your space. 
Another uh, another hot tip, if, if you're not using a kettlebell and you're using some dumbbells, mm. a big kiss to each dumbbell as you bring it up. Mwah! 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 Mm. That'll go a long advice. way. If you know, if you can't afford 160 plus photorealistic uh, stickers of your face, <laughs> or you're concerned about kissing um, weights that are handled by strangers in your gym, here's my million dollar idea: go to the closest beach shop, surf shop, uh, any, or you can do this online and buy a towel, the dumbest towel you can, maybe a million dollar bill towel and you take that with you and you roll it out and that is your little space maybe it's a bunch of dolphins swimming together but take your own full-size beach towel and then where you want to work out lay it out let them know that money bags is there and ready to work out yeah uh, also if you're already on the site that prints your face on things print your face on the towel Nobody is going to mess with a woman who is swinging kettlebells at a gym standing on a face of their towel while swinging their own head around, period. No one's coming. You'll have the whole part of the gym to yourself at that point. You will be the only person in crunch for the hour and a half that you're working (laughs) out. That is why Equinox is named because they want you to swing weights that are equal to your body weight with your face on it. That's where they came (laughs) up with the name. And you can ask the CEO. He'll admit that. I think uh, the real advice, I would get some sort of workout mat that rolls up and is cheap and easy to transport, and I would put it on the ground where I was working out because people do have that thing. Like, remember when you and I would go through Bryant Park to watch a movie in Manhattan, and people would claim their space, and you walked around people's towels, blankets, picnic baskets, as if if you touched it, they were going to stand up and stab you in the head. And so claim a little space. If it's a workout mat, fine. If it's a million-dollar bill, towel, fine. If it's a Budweiser can towel, hilarious. They Then they know you like to party and work out. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, either get your exact body made into a beach towel, a photorealistic, so that you're standing on yourself while bench pressing, or just put stickers of your face on all the weights. It's just that easy. It's just that easy. Um... I think we're changing lives over here, Kurt. Positive we are. Just you said Bryant Park, and I can't stop thinking about Sandwich. Mm -hmm. You remember Sandwich? That terrible sandwich store was spelled Witch W I T C H. Oh yes, I do remember that. It sucked so much, and I hated it. But it was like the only thing that you could like have for lunch in Bryant Park, and I live, I, I work near there. Mm-hmm. So it had a sandwich so much. Ugh. I worked at the Grace Building right there, that swooping building. It's that tall white yes. one that swoops out towards the park as a temp once. And my job was only stocking Snapples in vice president's fridges all day. Ugh. I had a list of every vice president at Who this finance Snapple. real estate company. And it would be the number of beverages you had to put in and in what order. And you had to turn the labels out like you were working in a convenience store. And so I would push this cart around and everybody, all the assistants are supermodel beautiful. And then 
me, dumb temp boy, is just walking around being like, can I go in his office now? And they're like, no, he's in there. And then they'd come and get me. They're like, and they're out of Diet Peach Snapple, and he is not happy. And I'm like, <laughs> boy, how did I get here? <laughs> I never really enjoyed those Brian Park movies, if we can just be honest no. with each other. It's uncomfortable. I saw Ash Perlman again. I brought him up eight one billion times, but Ash Perlman has a, a, a comic, which is... Um, uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it, but it's something like I I love not hearing the movie and having a soggy ass. That's why I come. <laughs> yes, and then you want to drink wine or you want to drink or you make cocktails or whatever, and then you have to pee, and then you're in the middle of a field where people are lying on blankets, and then you're like blocking it's everybody. Dark. It's a nightmare, and you have to pick your way drunkenly over in between. There's one inch of grass in between people's blankets. Yeah. Rooftop, way better than park. Park movies, just not for me. And I, I, I love being outdoors. I'm obsessed. Yeah. When I'm not indoors, you're I'm mostly outside. Out, outdoors. Yeah, most of the time. Every once in a while in a car. Sometimes I get in cars and go vroom, vroom, vroom. Okay, here. Do we have another one? Here we go. Banana animals, you're doing a great job. Thank you. This is going to be a regular thing. Send them whenever. And if we respond in all caps... Advice shall be given. It's just a way for us to ca- to find them later when we're recording a sweet-ass bonus ode. Here it comes. Hello, Banana Boys. This is my request for advice. Um, my brother and I are 13 months apart. Mm-hmm. Growing up, we were really close. Mm-hmm. But as we've grown into adults, we're both now into our 40s. We're just Yum. not anymore. Um, he is getting married the middle of September, um, and I was invited, but I don't want to go. I, I don't think it'll be fun. <laughs> I don't know any of his friends. Um, the only family that's really going is my parents, and I kind of don't want to just hang out with my parents all night. So if I go, I feel like, like I'll be, you know, kind of a bummer. If I don't go, I feel like it's something that my family is going to hold against me forever. Mm. So what do you think? Should I go or should I skip it? Cut off off there. It's only 60 seconds. It does cut off one minute, but I think we got the advice question. That's pretty good. That's like every Julia Roberts movie made between 1997 and 2004. So... Scotty, what's your what's your baseline feeling right away? My my gut is if it doesn't affect your mental health in a very negative way, hire a woman in your town who lightly resembles you and let her wear your clothing and go as you to that wedding. <laughs> and say you have COVID, but you wanted everybody to know that you wanted to be there so bad, you sent a sort of replica in your place. Oh my God, I love that so very, very much. So you're going to have to lie to your family. But it sounds like that's okay with you. Send somebody and say, she's really sick. She called me this morning. She said she wanted to be here so bad. She lent me this dress she was going to wear, and I'd love to be in all the wedding photos. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in her place that's my immediate gut feeling i would say i got i got two thoughts one first thought 
party. Ideally, so. ideally, oh. this wedding is happening in in a in a smaller city, meaning where from where you live, you would have to fly to like a connector city and then fly to that city. Ideally, yes. yes. If that is the case, say you get you got stuck. Say that you bought tickets, you'll be there, but you're flying in day of, mm. and then delayed in that city, and then you take pictures of yourself like wow. In like some hotel room, you go out and you treat yourself to like a nice hotel room somewhere you really want to go. Now this is good. You're in that hotel room. You take a picture. You're like, I'm so miserable. Sorry, I missed it. Like, love mm. ya. And uh, that's probably too, going too far. I, I doubt you do say love ya. Um, yeah. But then you get to have a nice weekend. They don't think you didn't want to come. Yeah. Uh, second thought is second to. Thought. Um, just take some mushrooms at the Ooh. wedding because then you'll be in an awkward, weird situation. You'll have something to have to kind of deal with, you know, hanging out with your parents. And, okay, I like where uh, you're going be, with this. Yeah, it'll be more of a um, psychological experiment, but you, just a little. If you take a little bit, I think you'll just have a really nice time and it'll be very pleasant. Okay. Uh, I, I deal, think. Yeah. You you gave me for some reason you saying that here's another idea. Yes. Oh, there's one thing to always remember. You can always leave any situation. Like yep. I used to go to everything. Sometimes I'd walk in to like uh hey, we're doing a comedy night or whatever, and it was just so bad right off the bat that I'll just turn around and walk right back out. Yep. Nothing wrong with walking in, saying hi to your brother, thanking him or saying hey to the the fee- whoever he's marrying, bride or groom. And saying hey to your parents, and then just really quickly sort of sneaking out of there. Yes. Always a good plan. You showed up. Take a photo with mom and dad, then get out of there. No one Second can blame thing, you. No, you showed up. Second thing, go and wear an eye patch. Yes. Go get an eye patch. Never talk about it. Do not refuse to talk about it. Say it's a sensitive topic for you that something happened, but you will not say what. Don't show anybody what's underneath it. But then you went to your own brother's wedding and yeah. you wore an eye patch you didn't need. And you have a fun secret for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to look at you and all these photos on the dance floor, <laughs> raising champagne, wearing an eye patch that nobody knows what happened. And you, you won that wedding. You always demure. Just go, I don't, you know, I don't really want to talk about it. I can't really talk about it. <laughs> just really walk away from any conversation. But you win the wedding if you wear a pirate level eye patch mm-hmm. and just refuse to explain what happened and if they question you and go seriously what happened that's your you then you can go if you guys are going to badger me i'm just going to go and then go but if not you're the woman with the eye patch who will refuse to answer questions <laughs> but is showing support for her brother i you win the wedding with an eye patch you sure do you sure sure do man that is such a good one. That's a tough situation, but I think you just got to figure out the way that you win the wedding, that you will laugh at it forever. Exactly. And I you think, showed up. I think we did all of our our advice, oh, I got some Scotty. confessions then. I love it. Give me some confessions for our last couple minutes. Yeah. Okay. This is, this is my kind of confession. Okay. Because it starts with this. This is a confession, so please don't say my name. Okay. Done. Deal. No problem. You ask us to keep a secret, we keep a secret. I was taking my dog out to do her business when I hear an elderly neighbor calling for her cat, Samson. She continues to call and call, so naturally, I started making cat noises. (laughs) 
She then starts to walk in my direction. I bolt from my back door with the dog <laughs> whilst, so probably British banana animal, whilst continuing to make cat noises. Please, Kurt and Scotty, absolve me. And hopefully Samson was found and recovered. <laughs> you, you are Absolutely forgiven. Resolved. Absolutely. That's fun. That's very funny. You're allowed to have fun with your neighbors. Maybe it gave them some hope. I think this is fun. You are absolutely absolved for this. I one. have a confession. You do? I, every, almost every other night when I let Zelda out, or my dog out to pee right before bed, she goes out and pees and I'm standing uh, in my front yard, usually in like t-shirt and boxers. Very cool. Um, and I, and I, I have a very small front yard and then there's the sidewalk right there. Good hedge and, uh, work, though. Good hedging. Good hedging. Mm-hmm. And uh, and every almost every single night without fail, I desperately want to pee in my own front yard. Mm-hmm. And I ref- and I do not. Uh, and I just want to say I'm very proud of myself for not peeing in my own front yard. I think absolutely that is not a, a crazy thought, that you are absolved for having a great thought, and also you've shown marked maturity. Thank you, know? you so much. I'm a father you, now. I don't, you I'm, would have done that. 100%. For your children. 100%. But you just, you're a very imaginative person. You don't, you can imagine the neighbors complaining and having to explain mm-hmm. to your hyper-aware oldest child who would absolutely <laughs> realize a conversation was having that you're going to have to explain yourself. That's a, I feel for you. I feel like um, you would enjoy it so much, but sometimes in life the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Exactly. Here's another confession. Mm-hmm. Confession. Ooh, you're going to like this one. Oh, I'm ready. Because I'm torn over this one. I have never taken I have never taken a shower before going swimming in a public pool. At best, I splash water on my face on my face to appear as though I have showered, which is so funny. But the cleansing shower, as stated on the pool rules, hell no. Anyways, that's my confession. This is a proud murder banana. I look look, I swim all the time in public pools. The majority of people do not shower before they get in the pool, unless you are in a place like Iceland, Mm. where they are very specific about you having to shower before you get in the pool. I uh, I think the expectation of a public pool is that people are not showering and children are peeing in it. That is very accurate. Also, in my experience, the places that make you shower, like a lot of places in New York, some of those public pools there, the one out in Astoria that everybody used to go to, I think they made you shower. But they were never, in my memory, like um, stalls, uh, you know, like a plate, like divider walls. Where no. So, like, are you supposed to get fully nude there? Like, that's just, it's not an American thing. We just don't do that in America. And it's that you're like, if you want me to take an actual shower here with soap, you're going to have to provide some body wash or something. Because yes. if I'm just rinsing, have a guy with a hose spray everybody walking by. <laughs> In a, a biohazard a suit. <laughs> <laughs> if Hire you're that man. worried about it, public pool. The public pool that I went to all during the 
during the pandemic. It was the only one like that I could find that would be open. Uh, and uh, for some reason, the <laughs> I was in Glendale, and the 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 lifeguard the would sit, uh, and I would go at like eight nine in the morning. Would sit with a speaker next to him. Okay, playing European club music mm. at 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 like an almost ear splitting volume. Yes, at like eight thirty in a residential neighborhood. I am the only person in that pool under sixty five at eight thirty a.m. swimming in the Glendale Pacifica community pool. Yes. And it's just like all the DJs to the dance floor. And it was just like, what are we doing? What is happening? Why are all the DJs coming to this dance floor? <laughs> I thought they should be in the DJ booth. It's so <laughs> insane. Yeah, there I mean a lot of places I guess do do that. I also there was a thing for a while and maybe this was New York pools again where you men had to wear swimsuits that had the the netting, the built-in swimsuit, yeah. automatic mesh, underwear. Automatic underwear, which is somebody growing up in Maryland who grew up in board shorts, that was very strange to me, but they would have somebody like check your on, your swimsuit before you <laughs> went in and if you didn't have webbing, that's not gross. on you. That's gross. But you just had to show somebody and I'm like Gosh, I, I mean, I guess it's a volume game there. Yeah, there was I guess this so. one dude at Pensacola Beach who used to stand right near on the main beach. There is a long pier. I also just saw a crazy video of a um, hammerhead shark just swimming right through all the people. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what wow. I remember. But there was a bar right there. And this guy who I think he appeared as though he was a Vietnam vet, older gentleman, kind mm -hmm. of still wearing sort of his 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 fatigues and stuff would stand there with a um, SPF 15 in a car painting, whatever those pressurized things are called that you spray paint cars with. Yeah. And, and for $2 or $5, depending if it was like weekday or weekend, he would spray you down. Love if that. you forgot. I love that. And so that's what these pools need. So this banana is absolved. They yes. need a guy. They need to go find a person whose last name is Mr. And yeah. he needs to be known as Mr. Mr. And you have to walk by Mr. Oh, yes. Mr. With a garden hose set on mist who mm -hmm. just gives you a get the sweat and dirt off your body spray down and there, there could be a mrs mister too yeah mrs mrs mister thank you so uh, much scotty for oh i doing love this bonus this. Ode with me we love the bonus odes bananimals you can always dm us on instagram your voice uh messages that you need advice for and we are gonna play them so just it is known <laughs> your voice will be heard on our podcast um, and we will do the best to give you the most bananasist advice humanly possible. Bananas. Bananas podcast. Bananas is an exactly right media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. The Catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. Bananas. Bananas.
Bananimals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.